0: Nerdcore, rise up! It
1: could get elevated. Nerdcore, rise up! It could get
2: elevated. Superman, Aquaman, the Flash, Green Lantern, and and Wonder Wonder Woman. We're not talking about any of those today. We're getting through. Finally, <laughs> and Kyle left. If you aren't watching the Facebook uh, or not, uh, the YouTubes, the Facebook, the YouTubes. Really Kyle is. left at that one. We're not watching. We're not watching any of those. We are finally to the last part of Phase One of the MCU, and that finally. is the culmination of. Oh God, how many years was this? Two. Uh, are you talking about years, us making years, these episodes like or them
3: making the movies?
2: I think making the episodes or the movies it's it's the, a couple uh, years. Um, it's the culmination. Uh,
0: of... this one Avengers was in 2012,
3: so yeah, four years,
2: yeah, uh, yeah, Iron Man was 08. So, yeah, so four years, four years worth of movies were finally culminating into the last section of this and we apologize you had to sit through that three hours of us talking about captain america but you know what it's a damn good movie so just i'm sure you enjoyed every bit of it
0: yeah, i mean i got so fed up i just left so. see
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah even the Not talent that he got was tired. hurting
2: or anything from anything no. the talent got tired <sighs> um but yeah so today we're talking about avengers um well It's probably going to be part one of The Avengers, because there is just so damn much to talk about on this movie alone. Um, With that, I guess we can get to the introduction. Welcome to Everyman's Guide to Nerddom, where we are two 30 to 40-something-year-olds who talk about pretty much whatever we want. I'm Chris.
3: And I'm Kyle, and you guys might know us online as Guyver and Kasig from the Twitches. And uh, with us, as we're plowing through these phases and movies and parts and stuff is always the um, always fabulous B-Rob. How are you tonight, sir?
0: Fabulous. Doing good, guys. Doing good.
2: B-Rob is, uh, notice he's he's blinking again, and he's mobile on this one. So we have two improvements. (laughs) He did finish his beer. Um, Are you on a business trip right now, sir?
0: I am on a business trip right now.
2: I was gonna say you don't look like you're in your man cave right now.
0: No, so, in a hotel room, the um, uh, Fairfield Inn and Suites.
2: Oh, in a see, maybe we can get them to sponsor.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> just take your laptop out with you and be like, "Hey guys, want to sponsor us? Give me an extra
3: pillow." This wants to be on a show. Give me some sweet plugs.
2: Hey, <laughs> we're very famous, actually. We hit uh, someone in, you know how we've had someone in Ireland who listened to us at least once? We now have someone in the UK, so thank you.
0: I I take full credit for that Ireland with my Lucky Charm shirt and my Guinness.
2: Oh, I forgot about that. Well, thank you.
3: You're welcome. We appreciate you.
0: (laughs) We all need to be more festive and we'll get more,
3: you know. We really do. 95% Um, of my shirts are black, so, like... (laughs) <laughs> it just is what it is. This is as festive as I can get.
2: Well, it makes your beard look bigger.
3: But it's really hard for me to filter out the black background in the YouTube videos when all my shirts are black, and then I just end up being a floating head again.
2: <laughs> it's just a head. Again.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, um, yeah, with that, let's, let's talk about Avengers. Let's talk about it. So, Avengers, when I remember... At the end of Captain America, on the Easter egg at the end when they announced the Avengers, remember seeing the you know the little trailer, little pick me up on it. Um, just remember it, how damn excited I was to be able to see this for the first time because I've always loved the Avengers. I mean, I'm an I'm more of an X Men guy. I will admit this fully. Like I've right. always been more of an X Men guy, but Avengers was uh, you know I used to have Avengers. I used to have. West Coast Avengers. I even had Great Lakes Avengers. Um, if you guys remember that, um, and I just remember seeing it in the theater and just remembering how cool it was, getting the you know the opening title screen, getting the goosebumps on it. I mean, how did you guys feel watching it the first time?
3: Not everyone I thought- at once. Oh, I thought Mirov had to look like he was just ready to either let it all out or puke one of the two i didn't know which one it was um i was excited because like you guys know and i've made very obvious through all of our coverage on this like i'm i'm the movie guy this is was my you know introduction into um a lot of it because a lot of the stuff i knew which wasn't much more but kind of like chris was you know x-men stuff and that was mostly off the uh, the the show in the '90s. I didn't read uh, hardly any comics growing up, and so getting to see you know the uh, like this, you know super group come together and, and knowing what it was uh, going to be. I think I, I don't think I watched this in theaters. I didn't watch many of these in theaters. So, you know, I just don't get out much. But um, you know, just watching it, and I was I was excited for it because I was I was ready to see how like my big three to see how they were going to interact was, you know, Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor just to, I was ready to see who, who was going to be the, uh, big field swinging guy in it. You know, who's going to have the big shield or the big hammer or the big metal suit. Um, who's, you know, who's going to say theirs was the biggest, but it was, uh, it was, i was i was excited you know i was on the edge of my recliner because that's where (laughs) yeah
0: this is one i I don't know if i can think about another movie um maybe like jurassic park like that i was just so just on the edge of my seat just so ready bouncing up and down maybe Mm -hmm. went through two bags of popcorn eating my emotions just waiting (laughs) before it even started um I was just so excited like like Kyle was saying to see how these characters were going to interact. Um, because you had, you know, the smart ass Tony Stark, the straight lace, you know, Steve Rogers, and then you had the kind of unpredictable Thor. Yeah, he kind of redeemed himself, but just how were they going to to figure it out and work together um, all the time, you know, kind of figuring that Loki was gonna come in and be a villain, how that was gonna play into it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: So I, I, and then introducing, you know, the Hulk um, was, it was just, I was really excited.
2: So if y'all couldn't tell, like, this was like one of the high points in three of our lives. I want to say, I think I can safely assume that. Um, it, It was just, it was magic. It really was just being able to see this on the big screen that like the guys that we read about. Um, growing up and not like the terrible like 1984-86 Captain America movie with Reb right or you know not like the Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer where we had the the blob that was Galactus because I remember being excited for that and then seeing that and then just coming out of the theater going what the hell did I just watch right so
0: would you say would you say now that you were more excited for this one compared to um, the other team-ups, the other Avengers movies.
2: Oh, without a doubt. In the series. Without a doubt. I think this was, this is what cemented for me what the MCU was all about. This is, for me, this was I mean, don't get me wrong. I loved Infinity War. I loved Endgame. I loved all those, you know, all the rest of the movies. But it was this one that just really hit home for me that just brought out that Fanboy me going this is awesome
0: i think Endgame was the one i'm sorry i, I think uh uh the first, war? i'm sorry infinity war i just lost all track of it. i thought i think infinity war was the one that i was probably just the most excited for because of everybody you were bringing in coming I just, together and, right. and, and the and the big bad in that one so i think that one this one was probably number two though um but uh I really think I was probably more more anticipating that one than any of the other ones.
2: I get that. I completely get that because the other ones you got, you know, you got Guardians. It's it's the culmination right. of all Phase One. Or, uh, excuse yeah. me, of all of a year, whatever they're calling it. Um, so yeah, no, I I would agree with that. But for me, it was definitely Avengers. What was yours, Kyle?
3: Um. I mean, the first time I would be in seeing Avengers, but then I'm kind of like beat Rob when you start seeing the team grow uh, in Infinity Wars and, and bringing in all these other characters and stuff. That one, I was more vested in the series at that point, um, in the whole in the MCU as a whole, and so I think um, because I, I had watched the movies off and on and and uh, I wasn't just like Die Hard all the way through until like. I – set some time down and like, I'm just plowing through everything. And once that rolled about and I, I was just like binge watching everything. Um, I think at that point, you know, seeing, excuse me, all these other uh, superheroes coming in and seeing how this team is bigger, more badass, I think that one hit me harder because I was, I was more by that point, I was already, I didn't get super vested into the series until after this movie. And so I was really excited to see where, where things were, where were going to go. Not to take anything away from this one because this one's freaking awesome. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm kind of in, in B Rob's camp there that like that's the one where I was just like, you know,
1: super sure. I get it. Everything.
2: I get it. I mean, that, that one is the culmination of all the movies, all Marvel yeah. movies. So I, I totally understand that. Like I said, for me, it was this one because, which I would say Infinity War is like nipping. On the the tales of Avenger for me, just because, like I said, it was just I was so excited to see the people I read about on the big screen at once, like the first real team up. So, um, with that, let's just let's get into it. Um, Avengers is B Rob. How would you describe Avengers um, if you had to do a quick summary for someone who's never seen it, like? just real quick what would you say being a comic book guy
0: um you know the the initial team up of, of arguably the greatest uh team of superheroes ever to fight um you know a big bad guy <laughs> i <laughs> don't know I, it, hate yeah. when, I hate when you put me on the spot like that <laughs> uh,
2: you're welcome <laughs> God. Well, yeah. Well, that's the that's the beauty of this show, though. There's no right or wrong. Right. I mean, it's it's just whatever you think. And I could give you time to come up with like this long, awesome speech, but it's more fun to just hear you say, "This is what I think." Mm -hmm. Yeah. You you can take it or leave it. Right. Kyle apologizes for putting you on the spot.
3: I'm not sorry because it's going to happen to me later, like at least three times. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right.
2: Um. So, with that, you know, we're starting the movie here. Um, the opening scene, um, you see just blue, this blue, and it looks like a cube. So, I think it's safe to assume that we're seeing the Tesseract at the beginning of this, um, which we knew this would play a part because of um, the end scene of Captain America the First Avenger when we saw Eric there talking about it with Loki in the shadows. Um, so, we knew the Tesseract. Would um, um we have like this dark staircase. Wasn't I wasn't sure what this was at first because it was all lit up. And I thought, you know, maybe this is like magical, maybe this is Asgard again, because we've been introduced to Asgard. So that honestly, that was my initial thought. Um but then you hear this really raspy voice Um, and then you see the moon and the stars and you can tell we aren't on earth at this point right now and it's this guy just talking about how they'll never know the inner workings Um, and then you see this staff with this glowing orb handed off to um, this character there and the character is wearing um i can't remember i'm trying to look here Do you guys
3: remember like a cloak or like a hooded cloak
2: it's yeah dark. it was it was green and gold i guess you could yeah. say and by this point b rob at this point in the movie did you know who this was did you have a pretty good guess or was it kind of I, like you're I, just I, like i don't know
0: i i assume i i thought i wasn't a hundred percent i just I knew they were gonna. I, I thought they would bring him in early, and that's why I thought it was him, just because of the of how Captain America ended. Sure. Um, that that there was. I didn't think there was any other way they could go. And when you see the colors,
2: that's um, kind of a dead giveaway. That's
0: that's the point. kind of the dead giveaway. But I still wasn't hundred percent because you never know when there's going to be a swerve. So.
2: Especially being Marvel. Right. Um, and you know they're talking about he's ready to leave, and with our forest, the Chitari. Honestly, when they said that, when they said the Chitari, I didn't even pay attention to that part. I was too fanboyed out, too excited to watch this, to even pay attention to all the small dialogue that they were saying at the beginning of this. So I missed the Chitari. I fully admit that at the beginning when I first watched this.
1: I
0: remember being like, uh, why not the scrolls? so that was kind of my reaction because i don't really remember a whole lot about mm-hmm. the Chitari, a little bit but uh, well
2: and well and that's the thing um the Chitari were made up for this movie weren't they i believe so
0: they may have been and i may be just totally thinking i remember them from something else but
2: i think you might be thinking of like maybe the stark from iron man the because they looked very pretty similar
0: Maybe I don't
2: know.
3: Yeah, maybe Um,
0: we'll go with that.
3: Okay, we're good. (laughs) Um, I'm researching while you guys are hashing it out. So,
2: um, I believe that they were created for this movie. Um, but the um, I remember thinking, why not like the Cree? Um, I remember saying the scrolls also because they were a big part of Avengers lore. But remember, Cree was a huge part with like Operation Galactic Storm, stuff like that i
0: just Um, thought it would be the scrolls just because of everything that comes later on and if you're trying to build this you know multiple phase you could set it up over time and never tell anybody what you're doing until you get to phase five and all of a sudden you know there you are you've replaced all these people with scrolls and there you have it so
3: right right looks like uh, they first appeared in uh, Ultimate's number eight in november 2002.
2: So it was in the ultimate. So it was in the ultimate universe. So it wasn't, yeah. So it was. Uh, so it Earth wasn't main, It wasn't.
3: Yeah, it was Earth sixteen mm-hmm. canon. of Earth six one six. Six
2: one six. Okay, so they were created in Ultimate's universe. Well, oh, yeah. I love they were that. like the
3: scroll counterpart, apparently.
2: I'm gonna have to go re-read the Ultimates now, because um, the Ultimates kind of play into one of my theories for WandaVision, too. too. Um,
0: okay, so. Well, you're bound to get something else right. You've only got one ride so far, so hey, you know what? Maybe that'll be your two.
2: You know what? I got one, but I still have hope for Reed because we never actually see the engineer.
0: I'm with you on that one, and you got your first really, real big call out. Somebody on Discord called you out about the dog.
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, and you know (laughs) what? I deserved
3: it. I called it wrong. Mm -hmm. Thanks, props. It won't be the first time that
1: you know we we miss one. You know
2: what? Won't be the last either um again beauty of the show you don't have to be right you just got to enjoy the stuff
3: yeah make it
0: till you yeah. make it
2: yeah. yeah exactly i'm wrong so... a
3: lot i'm like a whole lot but
2: you know. <laughs> i am too don't it tell is, my right wife because i always tell her i'm right i'm not but i always tell her i am she knows i'm not my kids know i'm not you guys know <laughs> i'm not shit everyone knows i'm not um
3: I, but for, the, for that part, I really, like I said in the other episode, I really, really hope you're right about that part on one division because i I can't, I can't deal with the fallout of, of you being completely wrong on that and hearing right. about it for
1: weeks. Uh, I wake up I text
3: at three o'clock in the
1: morning.
2: I will be sad, Chris, if I'm wrong, Um and I may be wrong. Um But next thing we know we see like an evacuation of this military base and we don't actually see what's going on until we zone out on like this basement and we see colson and we see fury and then we see um robin sparkles come out of the vehicle so it let's was Let's all go to the mall let's <laughs> all go to the mall um so i think it was safe to assume that we knew that she was going to be maria hill um fury's number two person in or i guess she's kind of his number one person in um the avengers comics you know in, in marvel
0: um and ultimately the leader of shield at one point
2: and ultimate like uh that was right after fury died wasn't it or he got old. yeah
0: which time yeah i can't remember or
2: when he went on the run yeah which time what year it is
3: what universe so, we're in exactly um <laughs> something i noticed on the evacuation this time around watching it and i didn't catch like the first several times i've watched this was like this wasn't just an installation or a facility or whatever like this was full-blown base because you see when the evacuation is happening you're not just seeing like workers and uh, agents and stuff there's like children leaving and so they were like living at the facility yeah there's like kids in pajamas piling out and
2: that makes you wonder were they the kids of the agents or do you think they were like the um the recruits that shield was gathering like in the comics
0: they were the kids mutants. that they were training I you know think they were the mutants. new mutants and we just didn't we didn't know we didn't get That's to see true. magic magic was in there somewhere Was she? I'm totally kidding. I'm just throwing oh, the wildest no, thing like, out there. I
2: got all excited <laughs> for I got really, really excited for a minute. I'm like, what,
1: I <laughs> got uh, Magic plus, was plus. in there?
2: <laughs> which we are going to talk about the New Mutants, which I loved that movie by the way. Like I had no expectations for it. I ended up liking it. And you can't.
0: If you don't have expectations, you think it's great. Yeah. And I had, I totally went in like you did and I thought it was great. My wife thought it was one of the worst things ever made. So
2: but it was so good. My wife actually it loved it. Good. Kyle, it you haven't seen good.
3: it yet, have you? Mm, I haven't got there yet. I'm I'm it's working a, my way to it. The,
2: it's in the voodoo queue.
3: It's, uh, um, it's, that's still in the Foxverse, though, right?
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah,
3: so yes.
2: It was in developmental, Hill, for like five years. Right,
3: forever. Was that, was that the last one, the, the final one that they made before the, the Switch?
2: Yep, yep, that was okay, the very so final. Then
3: I've got two ahead of that one, then I'll be on that. So yeah, because
0: even then it was filmed and then just not distributed forever.
3: Yep. Yep. And yeah, then so. then the um
2: the cast was actually bashing it too at the end there. Cause they cause Marvel said that they weren't going to use them in this universe, which this plays all into this because we're talking about the MCU. They're in the MCU now. And you know, Marvel has said we're not going to use the same cast, which is a shame because I thought they did mm-hmm. great. I did too. I would love for them to bring them over. And you know, never is never actually a word in the Marvel universe right, at this point. Right. So I'm hopeful. Um, you know, just like Mephesto Kyle.
3: Who? I had I haven't heard anything about this character. I know. I, I haven't been talking weeks. about I've, it for
2: seven <laughs> weeks.
3: I feel like you should tell me more. Um.
2: Uh, you're gonna be you're gonna feel so bad when he shows up. Mm -mm. he won't feel bad
3: that's another one that i hope shows up that's like right up there on the list even because again i can't handle the fallout
2: it will be fallout because i'm like i just wasted nine weeks of my life saying it's gonna be this fucker um
0: it's
3: the worst pledge ship ever yeah (laughs) it really is Uh, i'll be a Um, holdover again and we get
2: so Fury walks in and we see Eric down there. He meets up with Eric. Eric has been working since hard since the last movie on the Tesseract. Um, and they're talking about unlimited power. So they were trying to do the same thing that um, Zola was trying to do. And that was harness the power of the Tesseract. Because they just, they didn't know exactly what the hell it was. Um But they knew it was power. They knew it was some sort of energy source. Um, As they're talking, you know, they're asking, you know, did you pull the plug? One of my favorite lines from this whole thing was, they knew it was getting from outer space. You know, he asked, Fury asked Eric, you know, are we harnessing this power from outer space? And Eric goes, we're not harnessing this at all. Like, my calculations aren't complete. I'm barely touching, scratching the surface of this thing. And then when Fury... And then when he says she's throwing off interference, the radiation, and he talks about, it's just nothing harmful, just low levels, of gamma radiation. You knew who that was referencing at that point, who they needed mm-hmm. an expert for that. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, that to me, we knew Hulk was going to be in this from the cover of the Avengers poster. We just didn't know what part he'd play, like if he'd come in, because, you know, he he wasn't that big in this universe at this point. Hmm. Um and I just remember hearing this going, Oh god, so they're gonna bring him in early for this. <clears throat> and we're actually gonna get to see more of Banner. And and I remember going, Mark Ruffalo, who the hell is this guy? I've never even heard of this guy. You know, give me Edward Norton back because he was a great Hulk. So I remember thinking that at the time.
3: But I like um, is I love love Ruffalo as I like Ruffalo. I like yeah. the, just the Banner scenes, you know? I mean, Hulk, Hulk is the easy, like it's easy to like Hulk when he's just smashing shit and going crazy, mm-hmm. but I, I just, I really like Banner and when he's trying to stay calm and, and all that, right. and that, you know, we'll get to that, but I'm, I might be a bigger Banner fan than a Hulk fan crucify me now, either. but. No, you know,
2: I kind of, I'm, I'm with you. I like I ended up loving, ruffalo was this like uh, I said, as long as you
0: say you don't like professor hulk better then we might have a problem
1: yeah
2: so professor hulk in the comics was pretty cool yeah, eh, yeah i mean he <laughs> was <laughs> not bad
0: he <laughs> had that little of course of course you have glasses you're
3: gonna side with that
2: yeah, yes hold on yes i am
3: i'm gonna disagree with you chris
2: <laughs> oh no no you didn't <laughs> mm-hmm. listen no you didn't sir
0: I was trying to see what else <laughs> Ruffalo had been in that I remembered him in.
2: See, you know, he wasn't. No, he's been in quite a few things. It's just The only that thing that, that I could
0: remember, that. the only thing I could remember as sad as this uh, is gonna say is 13 going on 30. Yep. That's the one thing as I'm going through this list that I had already knew. Um, and then Zod, I kind I now that I see it, I remember him in Zodiac. But yeah, thirteen going on thirty with Jennifer Garner. That's the only thing I remember in it before this that I just off the top of my. head, That's the first thing that I could think of before Avengers.
1: Yeah, you know, that's I'll, right. I'll have to look
3: at his list because I don't. Even, I can't even think of anything. And
2: it's you know you're right. It was th- I forgot he was in thirteen going on thirty. And yes, all three of us have seen that movie. Just like all three <laughs> of us have seen Mean Girls.
3: I've seen neither. So I will not. I'm not it's watching so Mean Girls. I'm not. Gonna oh, Mean
2: Girls. Okay. You haven't watched Mean Girls? I haven't. And I'm not going to. Not going to happen. Okay. It is an amazing movie. Cold classic. It is, and it's not so quotable. It. it is so quotable.
3: I will. now will be on this hill until I'm just not going to. Until
2: it. I pet. Okay, b Rob. You and I are going to pester him. Okay. He's gonna end up watching it.
3: I do. for okay. we'll pretty easy. We'll
0: make a we'll make a burn book about it until yeah. We, we will make, make a burn book,
2: and then we'll uh, we'll do two for Glenn Coco. You go, Glenn Coco.
0: Mm-hmm. Rock on.
2: Did you find anything that he that you knew him from?
3: Not nah, damn thing. <laughs> so <laughs> nothing.
1: But he I looked
2: think, so familiar so you, when
3: I saw him. That's the kicker.
2: He's one of those faces, yeah. And the thing is, I think he's one of those. I have a couple friends that are girls that recognized him from a couple things before that. I think he was more of a, and I hate saying it this way, but like a girl icon, like, like girls knew who he was before like the fanboys did before this movie.
0: Well, and after the fact, I mean, he was in, um, now you, the, the magician movie. Now you see me. Right. Right. I think both of those, he was, there was a really good HBO show he was just in that. I can't remember where he played a, Played a set of twins as adults, uh, just about mental health issues and stuff. It right. was it was really good, um, but
2: I'm gonna have to. I know what you're talking about. I just can't think of the name of it. Um,
3: oh, he was in Shutter Island. I've seen that, but I don't remember. I don't remember him in it. But you know, whatever. I know this part.
0: much is true. Is the is that- show I'm talking about, Chris?
2: Okay, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to watch that. It's on HBO. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to watch that. If you're recommending it, it must be good. Yeah, um, it was
1: really good. If you yeah, guys, B-Rob you recommends know, it, then yeah. I will.
2: Well, B-Rob and I tend to have very, very similar taste in um, movies and shows. So usually if B-Rob likes it. I can only think of a couple things that we've ever disagreed on like show-wise. Right. But for the most part, if B-Rob likes it, I'll probably end up liking it too. So,
0: And honestly, uh, the stuff that we've disagreed on, I probably just didn't give it enough time. Like Mystery Science Theater, and I've never watched Doctor Who. So that's, I mean, so your-
2: both and both are time commitments, like right. huge time commitments. So, unless you're prepared to sit down for the long haul for them, no, I get it. I totally get it. Right. Um, back to the Avengers. What
3: were we? Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the Marvel Avengers we were doing.
0: And this is how we ended up not even halfway through the movie of Captain America in two hours. Okay, so you you had to go.
2: We ended up over the three hour mark.
0: Oh Jesus.
2: So you know what? We love that
0: movie. I I love that movie. And I, <laughs> we talked about so much.
2: I know. And well, um. that's how this one's gonna be. This is why we're planning on this one to be a two partner. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because we just tried we just wasted 10 minutes trying to figure out what other movies Mark Ruffalo was in. Because right. we like the guy,
1: right? Well, I feel like we've done that
2: with
0: almost everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, now you have something for you have homework now. Now you have homework.
2: Well, and here's the thing, gang. This no, is no, I no, think no, a no. reason why so, some of you listen to this. It's we get you thinking about stuff.
1: We get the old wheels like turning.
2: When, if if we can get you thinking about stuff and interested in trying to figure out something else that they're in, or hell, listening to prove me wrong on something we've done our jobs
0: that's
3: a lot
2: today's episode
0: actually. is brought to you by the letter i and mark ruffalo who was also Ruff- in an episode of sesame street
2: oh he was wasn't he no yep. ah that was good sir that was good the more
0: you know <laughs> and the more you know
2: yeah.
0: that was good um all right so loki's come through the warm Lok- Did
3: warm we, we <laughs> there? yeah, yeah sure There's We're no I ruffalo. hold on <laughs> so one of my
2: uh, another favorite line that i had at the beginning of this it said where's agent barton and uh eric goes the hawk he's up in his nest Nest, and there's and there's where we actually see get a good look at barton we got a good look at him in thor when he grabbed the arrow bow and arrow but now we actually he actually has like a more of a talking line now he's more front and center and we knew he'd pay play a bigger part because we know hawkeye is part of the avengers So, pretty cool. So, you know, it's Fury and um, Barton talking about the Tesseract and saying it was, it was, uh, they think it was tampered with, but just not on this end. Then all of a sudden it activates and it opens up and out walks, like B Rob said, Loki. Um, what I loved about this part, too, was when the, it opened up, you could see the space and then that energy wave that just hit. And I just remember going, holy jeez, like, the computer animation on this is freaking amazing. And we're only three minutes into it. Yeah. Um, three, five, I've never been good with numbers.
3: Yeah, we're about four and a half.
1: Nah, shut your four mouth. And I'm then, uh, roll Tom, over here so we
2: see Tom Hiddleston and then we see him do that just the most loki smile that is just straight out right. of the comics when he's looking up um if you guys look up just Loki smile from Marvel comics you'll see it um it's just it's just evil and sinister and so you knew something good was gonna happen um, that... they start firing uh-huh.
3: well when he first you know appears before he like stands up or whatever I do a lot of Like what I try to think uh, when I see something that looks like be iconic and this is very iconic Loki appearing here. I try to think of where there's always some influence from somewhere else. Like if you really, really look. And this scene made me think of original Terminator when, you know, he comes back and he's huddled over and he's like in almost the same stance. And then there's the lighting and stuff. It just looked very Terminator-like. Me except you know Loki had clothes on, but if you just watch when he first hits, he's like in that hunched over state and kind of coming up and just little thing I noticed. So
2: I can see that. I can totally see yeah,
0: that. Yeah, good catch.
3: He's all sweaty too. So
2: holding yeah. his staff.
3: Yeah, same thing as Nick and Terminator. All sweaty, holding his staff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was the only fan site that kyle was on last night forgive him um
1: category for that somewhere right
2: holding a staff <laughs> uh, and they're telling him you know put down the spear i don't know if you guys noticed this when uh when they start opening fire on loki like i didn't even catch i didn't catch this till later on um the bullets are actually bouncing off of him like I didn't catch that the first go around. It took me a couple, yeah. couple go rounds. When he's jumping out holding that staff, the bullets you can see him bouncing off, which means is that his armor or is that actually just because he's a god? Because you know I can't recall bullets ever piercing Thor's skin, like comics, movies, or otherwise.
1: That's probably. Uh, I know if it's magical.
2: magical, it could. So I, I just, I just remembered. Like I think it was like two weeks ago, just noticing that, going, is that his armor? Is that because he's a god? Just how strong do they make these gods here? Right. Make Um, them pretty strong. A little bit. A little bit. Puny (laughs) god. Puny Puny god. (laughs) More at 11. Um, And then basically Loki takes down everyone in this bottom level of this installation. And while Loki was in Thor, the weakest god, he's still stronger than you know any small army that just shows you how powerful they make right. him which, which i think if they wouldn't have done it like this i don't think it would have established that loki's actually because they made him kind of a wimp in thor in my opinion
0: because just well but is it even is it even cuz he's a god i mean look at valkyrie and i mean i mean they're not all it's not just because but she's not a god sif wasn't a god Warriors tree. I mean, so the
2: Asgard I mean, they, is it
3: just Asgardian just a... race in general,
0: yeah, right,
2: just sturdy, yeah, like you're hella.
0: can, you
3: know,
2: they're a real Jesus sturdy folk. I can't wait till we get to that one. Um, because I love that's one of my favorites.
3: Even talking about you know, Loki being the weaker quote unquote, uh, of, of the group. I mean, he he looks once he when he comes through, he looks like shit. I mean, he's pale yeah. than normal he's sweaty Pale-er. And he like, like he looks like he's just like coming off a bad heroin bender or something because his eyes are all sunk and he, he looks terrible and he's still kicking ass and right. collecting bullets and all that and so that's
2: so do you think that's his time in the void or do you think that's his time like being abused up in space
3: think, like after just,
2: getting his ass kicked by thor do you think he just hasn't recovered? Like, because what the, do you the th-
3: effects of being shot through space? Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's what I think. Because I don't think that. I mean, when he got his feet up by Thor, I mean, when he fell, he was he didn't look that bad.
3: No. Mm-hmm. So no, do you he, think he's that... weak for a while in in the movie until you know probably about right. the halfway point where he kind of finally gets his umph back. Um. He's he's still kind of puny, you know, compared to Thor and the other troops, but. <laughs> do you
2: think he was yeah i mean it definitely could be shooting through space do, i mean do you think he could have been abused by those guys up there too because being loki uh, loki being loki probably tried to pull something thought of them as a weaker race and loki's you know arrogant he's he's starscream basically right um arrogant and tried to pull something and then they had to put him in his place
1: it have been. Hey, what Looking are you guys going, yeah.
2: theories you know i don't He's know i mean he had to have done something right
3: right cosmic wedgie <laughs> just being picked on by they, space just, they just
0: gave him the. they just gave him the cube they gave him we so had yeah. to so i mean maybe he was you know pulling his uh, you know peter uh, uh little finger from game of thrones and trying to pull some strings and, and maybe he was tortured a little bit and then gotten a the good grace i don't know
2: you're about but, to say peter dinklage weren't you or peter i was
0: 'Cause he said you maybe uh, I about, he was pulling I about, said, I about, said, I about said Peter Littlefinger is what I about said.
2: But yeah it ended up coming out. He was maybe <laughs> yeah. he was pulling his Peter and I go, excuse me?
0: Right. Which pulling Avengers
2: old... movie? <laughs> You're watching the Kyle's Avengers movie <laughs> now.
0: No, yeah, Kyle's got me uh, my mind mm. warped thinking of the Terminator naked <laughs> holding a shaft. Or, so
3: You got you got torrent those. Those are hard to anyway. <laughs>
1: Thank you. A shower. Yeah, a shower.
2: <laughs> unclean. Um, well, all this is going on. We don't know what kind of power the staff can do. Besides, it shoots energy weapons. We saw we saw that at, when Loki's fighting, but then he goes up to Barton and touches him in the chest with it, and all of a sudden Barton's eyes start glazing over, black, like purest black. Loki's doing this to everyone as this is happening. Loki puts, um, or excuse me, Fury puts the tesseract. You know, being Fury doing uh contingency plans, puts it like in a suitcase and
3: I love how he's trying to be like like kind of like sneak around the corner, walk away like nothing's going on here. Just gonna walk on out. Nobody pay <laughs> attention to me walking away with the case.
2: <laughs> oh, he did try to do it like that, didn't he?
3: Yeah, he'd like try to nonchalantly like walk away from this thing that just shot through space and appeared in front of him.
2: And that's What's fury that? being fury. Mm-hmm. Pure fury right there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he gets everyone. He ends up getting Eric. He kills a bunch of them. I think I only saw like two scientists that may- might have still been alive. Um, but this is just Loki. And then there's this great line about, um, is it then where Loki said, you know, do you talk to ants or something like that, or something about ants, um, wasn't it? Because
3: does the ant not wish? oral with a boot or something like that
2: all right and then fury, fury asked him you know and then are you gonna step on us are we the ants
0: yeah yeah
2: um and that's again that's just classic fury just taking the fight straight to the bad guy not even like flinching hmm. um and that's i think that's what made me because up until this we didn't get very much of Fury in these past movies. We got bits and clips. Um, I think that you know they had to establish Fury at this point here, right? And because I, I I admit I was wondering how F- Jackson was going to end up playing Fury, because the classic Fury we know from the comics is this old white guy,
1: right?
2: the samuel L. jackson we know is the uh, he's just a bad motherfucker
0: yeah when he was cast that's exactly what i was like man he's going to be he's going to channel his, his inner shaft right don't get don't get excited kyle i'm talking about the character <laughs>
2: <laughs> only fans right or, or his inner
0: jewels you know from Pulp Fiction. Jules. i mean that's why like when sam jackson was cast as this i'm like this is when he gets his chance he, he is going to shine But just like we talked about a couple episodes ago, I didn't know. I didn't. It's not what I anticipated, but I am so glad. Yeah, it it happened the way it did.
3: Like you said, we said now. Like when you think of Nick Fury, you think of Samuel L. Jackson. Nick Fury, Mm -hmm. right? And this is that's his. That's him now. That's Fury. Is him. That's his role. He's Fury. Mm -hmm. Grand simple. Yeah. Right. Um.
2: You know, basically, they're they're trying to go after the Tesseract. They're trying to go this big escape scene, but the entire base is just collapsing, which is pure shield protocol. You know, destroy everything. Um, and this was—I think that was a—wasn't um, that an implosion from the tesseract machine?
3: Just from the uh, the harness or whatever they had to. That were. Can I control? And then I don't
2: know. Don't know if you guys caught this when it imploded finally there was a mushroom shaped cloud that went up from it mm-hmm. i didn't uh, see that so yeah if you guys go back and watch this and there's a, there's a beady mushroom one yeah. Shape. yeah that shows you what does that tell you right there like atomic level energy basically mm-hmm. there's a little mushroom a little mushroom but yeah, yeah. that's because the camera was really far away too i'm sure yeah. up close it probably was a little bit bigger um and okay, this scene where Hawkeye is driving around and Hill and Fury are chasing him on the helicopter. And then Loki's riding around on back. All I could think of was college riding around on the back of people's jeeps as they're <laughs> rider. I mean it or you know, watching those shows with like the good old boys out in the country doing some mudding. And the guy just trying to hold on for dear life. That's all I could think about during this one part. And I just I remember just chuckling to myself. Old oh, them Asgard boys read it again. <laughs> Boss hog going after him.
3: <laughs> um then needs to redo that scene with just like deuce of hazard theme music behind it. <laughs> right. They're just a good old boys. Mm-hmm. Um I got a project now, let me write that
1: down. <laughs>
2: I know what you're role-playing next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they end up losing them, and then Fury says, Colson, get back to base. This is a level seven. And, you know, you're like, what's a level seven? And I'm like, I'm sure we'll find out. And then Fury tells him, as of right now, we're at war. And, you know, Colson asks him, what do we do? And then, you know, pans around to Fury, and he doesn't say a word, but then it, pops into the Avengers theme music Mm
1: -hmm. with the
2: Avengers coming around. And I remember, again, at this point, that was another goosebump scene for me. Right. Just how awesome it was. So, I mean, so this is 11 minutes into the film. What did you guys think at this point? Did you think we were in for a hell of a ride? Do you think that you're like, this is pretty good. I'm going to stick around for it.
3: Oh, yeah. I like that they just jump, just right uh, into punching the face action. And right. I think when you're going to do a project this big, when you're going to bring so much stuff together, um, everybody's anticipation is high. So you you got to hit them in the face right off the bat. You don't you don't want a whole lot of development and stuff. You like let's let's get to the shit. Let's make it happen. And they did mm-hmm. it.
0: I remember thinking that they were going to somehow they were going to screw up with Hawkeye. I and do remember thinking that
2: at that point, but I too-
0: like at that point in time just with with how that all went down like man what the hell is going on mm-hmm. um and then i was just really excited so what did you think
2: Rob? you read the comics at this point when you saw hawkeye not in his circus costume not in the purple but like this shield costume what did you think did you think uh, did that lend to the theory oh they might they're gonna mess up hawkeye
0: no, because I mean, when I think about like the X Men movies, I don't mm-hmm. feel like they messed up. Um, they didn't. I not feel like they didn't mess up by um, not putting them in their traditional outfits in the first couple of movies. Right. Like uh, you know, we never saw Rogue in her costume. Right. Um, you know, so I mean, and, and and any of them really, we never saw, we didn't see them in their full in the traditional, up, right? No traditional. Um, so no, um, I didn't put a whole lot of stock in that because I again, I just. They had been so successful and done everything so good up to this point. Um, My biggest concern was like the character, like what are they going to do here? He's bad guy. He's a bad guy now. Uh, With Loki, what are they going to do? Because that was a character that I liked, Um, and I liked Jeremy Renner. So,
3: I think when when these movies and things came out, we're talking about you know costumes and outfits and wardrobe choice and stuff. I think we were at a at a point that we were past the. the the traditional y look in our movies like in the 90s if it has been done in the 90s and yeah or in the 80s for sure it would have been done but we I think the audience and you know we're all a little bit older and uh, the the target audience would have been you know, the, the the older fans that we wanted something that's believable as you can make it and like just like with X Men yellow spandex in 2000 and, Ken would not have been super believable. They did kind of, you know, allude to it at one point. But I mean, the same thing here is, it's, it's uh, you still have, you know, Iron Man with his colors and Thor with his look, and you know, even you know, especially Cap. But, all of them. All, I mean, but there's not a single or,
0: Avenger who didn't end up in their costume.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. but the, but they're the little... comics.
0: Every it's the only series. It's the only series that they ended up in their costumes that I can mm-hmm. think of. Um, other than, of course, like Spider-Man. But I mean, yeah. but this one, like they all, every single character ended up
3: in But uh, um, It's like um, a grittier were. version of their look, I think. It's not, not like yeah. super well, bright colors. I, I guess f- with the exception
0: of Scarlet Witch, she doesn't end up in her costume, but it's no. pretty well, and, damn similar. And, and Hawkeye doesn't. Um, I thought he had purple and black. I mean, he doesn't have the mask, but he has purple and black.
2: Oh, he does at the last movie, doesn't he? you're right okay i I stand corrected see i'm wrong again i stand corrected no you're right
3: um i think they have like a real world believable look to their costume to a point yeah right Right. i think agreed i don't think you could have went too comic-y too cartoony with it and it would have stuck with the tone of the movies right
2: i agree um i'll tell you talking about x-men i would have loved to seen wolverine at least with his mask on though because i love wolverine's mask yeah right so that's one thing i would have liked but we'll get to that when we talk about the fox side right um next thing you know we're in this dinky dungeon-y warehouse and who do we see none other than Hmm. scarlet um johansson as uh natasha romanoff so...
0: so this is one of my favorite scenes because it's just funny you know they they think they got her mm-hmm. and then you know i, I think about um he's ta- he's telling her oh you know you think you have this and that and you're and she he says something like uh you know you're going to use your beautiful looks and he she's like oh you think i'm beautiful <laughs> and i was like oh this is so i mean that that's one of those lines for her that i really for whatever reason really stood out to me well and um,
2: i agree with that totally because she's not the i'm trying to think how to put this black widow has always been a steady avenger but to me she was never like a standout avenger i always knew she was the super spy and she had the widow Sting. You know, and she's like super good at hand to hand combat, but it to me she never stood out. So for me, she was always a bit character up until this part.
0: Yeah, there's only two movies where I can think she stands out, and this isn't one of those movies.
2: So it's they did bring her to the forefront, but again, you know, she's always been kind of in the background for me. But this was a great part. Because the last but time that, we saw her was in uh, Iron Man Two,
0: right? But to your point, you said that we talked about uh, maybe a couple episodes ago. You know, you felt like she's the heart of the Avengers, mm-hmm. so she got she made you feel that way without with kind of being a bit character. Yep. Through every movie, except really, I mean, really one. I mean, in my mind, there's two standout moments, but really one to probably almost everybody else. So.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with that too. You're right. I'm,
3: I'm a big fan of well, her and Hawkeye both. I, I like the non-superpowered superheroes and how they they uh, they stand out in this world. The ones that are just could be your everyday person. They're not born a god, or they're you know even with uh, Tony Stark, they don't have you know this, this super suit. They're just People doing extraordinary things. And uh, I kind of mm-hmm. I, I kinda tend to root for them a lot.
0: And he's another one that doesn't really have any standout moments. Tony? Mm-hmm. No, I'm Hawkeye.
2: Oh Hawkeye, no. yeah. No. Um
0: I mean I could think of some key moments that I remember for that character, but I mean yep. that's I can that also been, that...
2: I can also remember thinking they messed up not utilizing him more, too. Um Especially when yeah. he turned in, especially the Ronin arc.
0: Ronin, yeah.
2: Because I loved Ronin. That was one of my favorite comic characters for a long time until we figured out who it was. Um, so, yeah. So we're going on there. But, yeah, I, I love that what you were saying is that you turned out to be another pretty face. And, you know, they're holding her over the edge, and she just looks frightened. And then all of a sudden you hear a uh, cell phone ringing and it ends up being for her and was it fury or colson that called her
3: colson colson colson
2: basically told her to wrap it up and come in um, cuz he needed her to go to um, where was it was it columbia
3: um no uh, it was uh... in india they were speaking i thought it was it's like calcutta a...
2: calcutta Mm-hmm. and you know and then pure classic scarlet witch she gets the phone she goes i'm in the middle of an interrogation this idiot just told me everything I mean black widow Yep, yeah, black widow
3: i'm saving you from being called out you're welcome
2: thank you thank you um <laughs> you know the widow breaks out there uh, like does this killer flip And it's just fighting them. She's in this little bitty black dress, but she's demolishing them.
0: Um, And then she just just, picks her heels up.
2: Yeah, (laughs) I love that part. just walks out. Yeah,
0: It reminds me of uh, just, you know, the walk of shame. She's taking the walk of shame to go to Calcutta.
2: (laughs) Except when she did the uh, Hurricanrana. Yeah. Um, That was actually pretty sweet. But she... uh, I think this established that I think this is the part where they were trying to establish for her that, you know, she can hang with this team because she's an Olympic-level gymnast. She's a trained fighter. She's good at interrogation. She's good at getting information out of people. That's her place on the team. I think that's kind of, to me, that's what they were trying to say with this part. I mean, you guys may think otherwise.
0: No, I agree, but I feel like, I feel like maybe they didn't think they did a good enough job because then when you go to, you know, she's doing, it's the same thing in like a civil war. I mean, there's just a couple of reoccurring things where it's basically getting the same point over just in different situations. Winter soldier. I mean, same thing. I mean, so.
2: So do you guys think it was, so I've got two daughters. B-Rob, you've got one. Kyle, you've got one. Do you all think that it was a shame that they didn't make her a stronger female character? Like it's a team full of guys that are just, you know, amazing and then there's Black Widow. Like I didn't used to think so. The more I'm getting older and then, you know, I I want my girls to know it's okay to like this kind of stuff. I want them to know it's okay to be a badass. You can be a gamer You want to fight in MMA? Do that. Both my girls won't. Well, maybe my younger one does. She likes to punch things. Um, But I want them to be like, it's okay to to be like this character. You know, like Wonder Woman, great Mm -hmm. role model. Not traditional comics Wonder Woman, who was, you know, she got tied up. She couldn't do anything. But like this, like I said, at this point in time, I'm like, this is awesome. But now I'm kind of like, I wish they would have made her a little bit stronger. I mean, do you guys think anything like that? Or are you just kind of like, eh, whatever?
0: Go ahead,
3: Kyle. Um, I mean, from, the, like, yeah, I think from that angle. I mean, when I first watched it, maybe, you know, I, I just didn't really pay any attention to it other than I would have probably liked to have seen more of her, you know, because you know, I thought she was a cool character, but uh, not from that angle. But looking at it now and um, wanting, you know, my daughter to be uh, into these things like I am so we have something cool to share. You know, I think something like that would definitely definitely help give her somebody like, because she's like uh, like WandaVision. She watches the crap out of WandaVision with me because there's a lot of prominent female characters in there. And that could be why. Like, she loves, loves them all. Like, that's you know, I mean well, you have vision. That's like your main male character. And he's really even kind of, even though he's the focus of the show, he's kind of the side to uh, all the Wanda. to Wanda and to Agnes and to, uh, to all the female characters. They, they are so strong in that. And I think maybe that's why she likes it a little bit more because she's got something a little bit more relatable there. So yeah, I can, I can see it from that angle.
0: I think for me, um, i don't look at it like that i feel like i feel like it's one of those things that with every strong because i do feel like she was a strong female character but i think it's it's even like with with pepper or you know darcy or a lot of you just take something away from each one of these female characters Mm -hmm. and and i don't feel like the female characters have near as many of the flaws as the males do Mm -hmm. so that's kind of one of the things that i always look at um when i think about you know i i do think about this a lot with my daughter you know you know one of the things we always say is um higher further faster you know that's our thing me and her um that uh, from from captain marvel because i mean because that and she, she was just a standalone she's really the standalone in that universe mm-hmm. but with black widow i mean she's um she's got such good intention i mean they like i said there are just things to take away from each character whether right whether whether it's you know darcy she doesn't take shit from anybody no you know um you know jane foster uh pepper Potts, uh um hope um there's just so many there's just so many different aspects that you can say hey you know look at this person and you know and look at what she brought to this you know you know she brings the spirit she brings the heart she brings you know the the you never say die um the um do anything for their friends like black widow um, hmm. you know, there's nothing she wouldn't do for the people she loved. Um, and, uh, so I think those are the things I really look at, um, when I'm trying to get, uh, the female empowerment over, and, you know, my daughter's four, so it's, you know, these words are, you know, all going over her head. So we Same. just do it, do it very simple,
3: right.
1: you
0: know? So,
2: so
3: it, I think until we could... got to, until we got to, uh, WandaVision, I think, Black Widow may have been the most I don't want to say flawed, but had the most flaws, I guess you could say, until, you know, we got to Wanda's breakdown where we are in, in WandaVision. She she wasn't just purely
2: Are you talking like awkward. traumatic past?
3: Yeah. Yeah, she just and her her past showing through in a different way than the flaws of uh some of the other uh women as we got further on in the MCU. Like hers were like, you could tell early on they were there and there, there was something dramatic there. So I, I think that maybe made her a little bit more relatable, too. I, mean, I, I really like the character a lot.
2: So, I mean, there's, I think there's something to that. I think that the only other female character we see with, like, major flaws, like you're talking about, would be Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. Because mm-hmm. they actually, ex- you know, they took two hours to explore her. Yeah. Right. Um, which, to be fair, we should have had two hours to explore Black Widow, you know, eight months ago.
0: Right. And that's so. going to be really interesting to see. Um, so, yeah, I'm really interested to see how that all unfolds, but... I am too. Yeah, I mean, but she is my favorite um, Marvel or the Avengers series uh, MCU female character, so...
2: Okay, right on. Um, I mean, so that, guys, that's what, just what we think. You may think something totally different. I, like I said, I used to remember not giving a shit up until I had
0: daughters.
1: Right.
2: And then it all changed for me. So there you go. Yeah, I
0: tend to notice things. I definitely don't think I would have had the same reaction to that really forced female empowerment scene. Mm-hmm. um later on down the road i don't think i would have had that reaction if i didn't have a daughter
2: yep i'm with you
0: i don't think i would have over analyzed it as much as i did um uh, still a great scene but much like a lot of the comedy that happens in a lot of superhero movies it's forced
1: <laughs> dc
0: and and, and and there was a way <laughs> to do it that where you didn't have to do it like that
2: or or going, think, wait wait a minute where the hell did she come from she was just across the battlefield right so yeah i'm i agree i wholeheartedly agree um 15 minutes into the movie now we see <laughs> <laughs> we see bruce banner um he's in which we now know is calcutta you know really you can tell it's war torn and he's trying to lay low because uh, this jeep drives by with some heavily armed guys as this little girl is begging him to help um and so he goes you know come on let's go you can tell he's hiding out from someone or something so we can only assume at this point in time it's the fallout from the incredible hulk movie that's what we're assuming because we haven't heard anything else about banner since then since this movie um he goes into this house little girl slips through the window um much like many of kyle's dates um Mm -hmm. run out the window Say so they have to go to the bathroom, go out the window.
0: I thought they were chained <laughs> to the
1: radiator.
3: No, they, they, just, they disappear on the regular. So, I
2: what happens? Disappear. Just dis, uh, everyone who's listening, they disappear in a, a non shady way.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, might, like, you might
3: want to rephrase that, sir. They, they reappear in other places, not like they disappear permanently or whatever. Yeah. Thank More you.
0: gone girl than, you know,
3: Then gone girl
2: right then <laughs> go go <girl. laughs> um so we see natalie walk out and talk to bruce like and here's what i loved about this scene she just walked out just so calm this shows to who the widow is she's going up against one of the strongest beings on the planet if something goes south and she just walks up like nothing's wrong just talking to them like they're old friends, you know, and she asked him, what are you doing, yoga?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, I thought Ruffalo played this part great because you could tell he was nervous. This is exactly how Banner should have done it. He's like, you brought me to the edge of the sh- you know, street. That's smart. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but his hands were nervously just like mm-hmm. kind of yeah. rubbing e- re- each other. Right. Like that was to me, that was, he's trying to keep calm
1: right
2: because well, but also who...
0: part, part of it i feel like could have been because he plays you know just a good dork he's mm-hmm. just nervous to be in her presence anyway
2: with a, a female's presence yeah yeah i yeah i never thought of it that way but yeah you're right um and he you know he calls out natasha about the whole um the whole actri- he calls her the, her actress buddy little girl and uh he asked he asked her are you trying to kill me and he knew who she was from the get-go too which means that they're acquainted somehow they never actually delve into that backstory because he called her by her last name uh miss romanoff and uh he thinks you know is this surrounded or you know is this place surrounded right now are you here to kill me and she's like No, it's just me. No one's here but me. I'm going to persuade you to come in. We need your help. So it was also during this time period that we know the time period between the Incredible Hulk and the Avengers was one year, or at least to this part, because that's where um, Natasha says you've been a whole year without an incident. So while it was multiple years, in the our time, in the Marvel universe, it was one year. Um, what was it she did to? I'm trying to get there. What was it she did to get him interested in this? I think she showed him the gamma radiation, wasn't it? Like off of yeah. her phone.
3: Uh, showed him or told him about it. One of the two. He's like, oh, that's why you. She she slid the phone to him.
1: Yeah, because he, he the- was
3: he was surprised that Fury wasn't after the Hulk. Fury wanted banner. Right. Absolutely. Right. But you know, having the Hulk as a there is still handy. But he you know that he really needed banner and his expertise in gamma. Right. And then, you know,
2: she's like, she tells him, Go talk to Fury, he needs you on this. And he's like, Oh, talk to Fury, you know, whatever. And she's like, No one's gonna put you into a she's about to say like cage Mm -hmm. uh, because he said well they do put me in a cage and then he got this uh, here's where i love him he had this real calm demeanor real nervous demeanor and all of a sudden just became like just outraged just flipped it um and he yells at her stop lying to me and i think his voice got a little deeper at that point too didn't Mm. it like hulk like and she pulls out a gun faster than anyone i've ever seen and holds it in his face and he's like i'm sorry that was mean
1: <laughs> yeah <he's> like so, <laughs>
2: yeah that's like i'm sorry that was mean and that just shows me that you know how how great he was for this scene how he can just flip back and forth from nervous geek to super angry to you know oh my bad so again i just think he was a great casting choice for this Yeah, Um, she tells everyone to stand down, and we see that she was actually, you know, there was a full team there, ready to take him down. Um, next thing we come to Fury talking. What do they call themselves? Are they the directors? Or the council?
3: Council, I believe. Council. He he addressed them as the council. Maybe.
2: Is this the is this the first time we've seen the council?
3: Yeah. Or did we see them in
2: like Captain America?
0: I
3: we.
0: I don't remember. I, I thought we saw him when he, when he initially talk about talks about the Avengers Initiative and he talks about putting together a team. I thought we saw them. Maybe I'm getting my movies. Or is that
2: this part here where they're saying Phase Two was because then he references Phase Two, which is very important for Phase Two of Marvel. Um.
3: Yeah, it, and they talk he was talking about phase two early in the movie too because he, he was telling you know, get all the phase two uh tech and get it out of here so that that was prevalent early on too
2: right and they were t- talking about the uh, avengers and how it was shut down and he told them you know wars aren't won by machines they're won by soldiers and Q, we knew exactly where that was going to lead into because yeah. there we see Chris Evans punching a punching bag. Not just punching a punching bag, demolishing and destroying this punching bag because he was having flashbacks. of, And then we see all these flashbacks from Captain America, the first Avenger. Um, B-Rob, what did you think at this point? Like, did you think that Cap knew what was going on Because we knew that last movie, he ran out and knew he was being, you know, he's a man out of time. He's displaced. What did you think at this point in time? Did you think, does he know what's going on? Because this whole gym looks very, very 1950s, 40s, 50s to me.
0: Yeah, I I kind of felt like they were still really slowly bringing him along Mm -hmm. and keeping a, um, you know, I could imagine, you know, he's still listening like, old time music and um you know just he hasn't he hasn't got the full grasp of everything yet right um because they're like i said they're just bringing him along because you know and that was something i didn't really you know so if the banner thing w- had happened a year you know um you know how long had it been for for them to find cap
1: right so, so
0: i still think it could have been i mean it could have been you know a year or two mm-hmm. um but yeah, no. Once you see that gym, and then just, and also, you know how old the bags looked.
2: Yeah,
1: you know, those
0: don't weren't new Everlast bags. No. So
2: they're old and like had tape around them. Right. So. Um. And then Cap's literally beating the shit out of this bag, and then beats the shit out of this bag by punches punching through it. Um. We yeah. just get a, I think that established for for us, he hasn't lost how strong he is. Like being trapped in the ice right. for seventy years. He's still a cat. Right. And what he's still a man know? out of time. He's still a man out yeah. of time. Exactly. Um, so, and then uh, I love this part. You know, then he has like six of those punching bags just laying on the ground lined up. And he picks one up with one hand and just hangs it like it's yeah. nothing. And just bleep. It's like, how heavy are punching bags? Are they like, what are they like? 100 pounds, 200? They're full of sand, right?
3: They're pretty heavy. They uh, yeah. like they they got some heft to them.
0: I uh, I wanted to say like two fifty.
3: Oh really? Mm-hmm. That that well, I guess it would
2: be something that. I mean, I, so. I mean,
0: I guess it kind of depends on the size of the bag, but I mean, I think the it's ones that he was dealing with are probably about two hundred two fifty.
3: I rode one uh, like down a flight of stairs in college one time. And <laughs> they've got they've got some mass to them. I'm pretty sure B Rob was actually there, and uh, I thought that was a ironing board. Well, the ironing board was after. We tried the, the okay. punching bag first then surfed the ironing board into the couch and almost dislocated my shoulder. Yeah. It was the same day. I, but.
0: Yeah, I don't remember the uh, the punching bag. I remember the ironing board. Mm-hmm. Punching bag happened too. Everyman's really got go to nerve me. does
2: not condone any stair surfing of any sort of mm-hmm. form. Uh, any no. questions, or, please direct to KSIG.
0: Or putting a uh, picnic table on the top of a Jeep and sitting on it.
2: So. Also <laughs> the same day.
0: <laughs> Yep. Yeah. But
2: damn it, I bet the weather was nice. It
0: was. Yeah, there was a, was there was a hot tub in the back of a truck. Mm-hmm. Or a pool. We built a pool in the back of someone's truck. So
3: Also the same but day.
1: Same, also <laughs> the same day.
3: College was fun.
2: Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, Fury walks in and tells them that they have a mission, basically. And Cap just picks up one of the punching bags, puts it over his shoulder and starts... Walking around, and he asks him, "You know, what do you know about the Tesseract?" And uh, Cap just tells him, "What I know, you know, you should have left it in the ocean." Mm-hmm. Um, complete foreshadowing at this point. Complete foreshadowing. Um, yeah, because he's talking about how it was Hydra's secret weapon, and we hear Hydra, and then it's not going to be the last time we ever hear of Hydra.
1: In, nope.
2: this, in this set of films. Um, no, it is for this phase.
3: Nope. Um, I, don't th- I don't think we're done hearing about them either. No, Or forward. Mephisto.
2: Or Mephisto. As long as I'm around, damn it, we're going to hear about Mephisto. Well, at Where least for going? two more episodes. Possibly three if it's that secret episode oh. like they're hinting at. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle left. Um. <laughs> The next thing you see, we're under the water and it's Iron Man doing, it looks like a fusion splice, like they do to um, fiber optic cable almost, but he's cutting into this pipe and I just thought this was really cool. He basically cut this pipe off as part of this pipe. The outside casing, you see the cables, and then he puts like this clamp around it that spins all the way around and then just extends, and it's something that's, you know, not electrical or else he would electrocuted himself, but like, maybe it was like a mini arc generator or something.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Did they ever really explain that, what it was?
0: I just remember there was a, you know, some new form of energy because it was going to power Stark Tower.
1: Right. Do I don't, you think remember, I don't the... know.
0: Yeah, I think it was.
2: Do you think it was that? Or do you think it that's just...
0: Like a cool MacGuffin?
2: Yeah, just <laughs> something. I don't know, because I don't think they ever really say, do they? I don't
0: know what I mean, they ever say. I think it's just left to assume.
3: Yeah, like me yeah. they go on to uh, say, you know, Star Tower is going to be self-sustaining and and all that. So it could have been a little mini reactor. Weird place so... to leave it. Is <laughs> that where you an get it?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: A little puffer fish swim by and poke at it, and then
0: maybe the Mandarin maybe. will come steal it someday
3: <laughs> when he's
2: drinking his beer. Mm-hmm. Right you mean trevor (laughs) um you know tony's talking to pepper so we know pepper's back and then this is one of the coolest damn scenes uh when he lands on stark tower um and then as he's walking jarvis is has all these machines taking the iron man armor off of him as he's walking i just remember going okay this is awesome this they're doing Iron Man justice because this is exactly something that Tony would have. Yeah, um, and I know we talked about that during the Iron Man movie, but I just think this further cements more. You know, this is Tony, pure and simple. Right. You know, big, flashy, and extravagant. Um,
3: I, think, I think it's awesome p- they had the, the vision to have Jarvis do something cool like that.
1: No. Sorry. <laughs>
2: if you're not watching <laughs> the YouTube, B-Rob is shaking his head right now.
3: I like Frozen B-Rob better. <laughs> he's more agreeable. He's less he is agreeable,
2: And he's, all, he's always happy.
3: Yeah, he doesn't give me judgmental head shakes.
2: Uh, but here is where they actually establish that Tony and Pepper are an item are still mm-hmm. together
3: and they're the cutest yeah. thing
2: they are well and you know she's kind of the level-headed one
3: yeah
2: tony's the genius uh, pepper's like kind of the practical one and then you next next thing you know colson keeps calling and i think she mentions that colson called no it's just jarvis that's saying colson's calling yeah You're supposed to have this romantic night and then um what do you remember what happened from here b Rob?
0: um didn't he walk through here shortly yeah afterwards yeah he
2: just walked through the he broke through the
0: firewall or whatever broke protocol security security. yeah um and then they're talking and then i remember uh pepper saying something about well i'm gonna go to new york you got some homework to do or something Mm like that yep yep um
3: Oh, yeah, he goes to hand then, Tony the uh, briefcase, and he's like, "I don't like things being handed to me." So then he like they do this like merry-go-round thing where like he hands it to Pepper, then Pepper hands it to him, and right.
0: And then Coulson, as they're leaving, then Coulson uh, tell Pepper that he'll give her a ride to the airport, and then she asks about the viola or the the cellist, yeah, or mm-hmm. something like that. Somebody, yeah. So I thought that was I remember that. Um, remember that later on in Agents of Shield,
2: right? Yep, um, that
0: came but, up, but uh. But yeah, so, so they'd obviously been talking and mm-hmm. become friends.
2: So well, and then Pepper also mentioned how's like Coulson's wife talking about Coulson's wife too, if you remember. Um, whatever her name is, and Coulson's like, oh, she's good. And then remember, Tony just gets offended. He's like, wait, wait, when did you guys become
0: friends?
3: That's that was you well, know, he's talking t- about the cellist. He was talking about
0: oh, uh, that was that the was is his wife the cellist? Yeah, I didn't think he, I didn't think that was his wife. No, I think it was just a item.
2: Yeah, oh. I think
0: it was someone he was dating.
2: Oh, I thought it was his wife. Why did I think it was his wife? Again, and there's number two where Chris is wrong on this episode. For those keeping track, mm-hmm. I am. It's just me. Is it just two? I'm pretty sure Kyle is too. Well, <laughs> on this episode,
3: I need to, I need to check my calculations.
2: Next thing you know, um, Tony's looking at this little computer sim- simulated um, tesseract he has on his hands, which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. And then next thing we know, we see this jet flying um, over the ocean, and there's Coulson talking to uh, Steve Rogers, Captain America in there, and Steve is watching like this tablet. Do you guys remember seeing what was inside that tablet, what he was watching?
1: Uh
3: no, but to find out. Uh-uh.
2: It was the Hulk. He had a dossier Hello. up uh, on banner, and it was scenes from the Incredible Hulk that were in there where he was lifting up like the tanks and stuff.
3: Oh, yeah, you can barely. Yeah, yeah you can just kinda of, it's like almost cut off. You can see it, but just barely. But it's there. It's there. Right.
2: Um and then he's talking about how um, Banner created this formula that was based off of the Super Soldier Serum, based off of the original formula. Um, and then Steve, you know, asked him. It didn't really go his way, did it? And
3: he's trying he to like compared comparing like Stephen Hawking and still just trying to like he's fanboying pretty hard. You can tell.
2: Yeah. Like- he called him Stephen Hawking, and then Steve looks at him like, what the hell are you talking about? Right. And then Colson tells him, a really smart person. He's like right. a smart person. So I, I think that I think that goes with what you were saying, B-Rob. It's, he's still, they're still trying to baby him maybe a little bit.
0: Yeah, and isn't that the first time that Colson brings up his trading cards, too?
2: I think
3: it was, uh, wasn't it? No. Um, it it was coming up later because I think uh, Natasha... Brings those up and then he then Colson brings them up to him when they're in the uh, what's the airship called? The uh, the helicarrier? The
0: helicarrier. yeah, I thought he brought up, I have you know, mint condition card, and Steve no, just we, kind of looked unimpressed.
3: The uh, Natasha says something to to cap about it. It's like, yeah, he's got like your trading cards or whatever, and, and he's no, all surprised I... in later, and then that's like the comic delivery is when colson's like yeah they're like, they're in mint condition and blah blah, blah. The best, yeah best I, I, later on
2: b-rob i think what you're talking about this part here is when he was talking about we made some modifications to the uniform and steve was asking aren't the stars and stripes a little old-fashioned and colson tells him you know maybe that's what we need right now uh, um okay when you saw the jet they were flying into did you recognize what it was quinjet yeah so for those who don't know Um, Stark created these um, jets called the Quinjets that are like the X-Men have the Blackbird which is the modified SR-71 and then the Avengers had the Quinjets and I remember the Quinjets are always one of my favorites just because they could do so much because they had Tony Stark at the helm so yeah I mean from there like I said then it was Next thing you know, we're, we have Loki having this meeting. We assume he's back in space. And I remember when this part hit, because he was in his full Loki armor with the horns. I remember, I know we saw that in Thor when he took the throne. I believe we did, didn't we? Yeah.
1: That's but I just did. remember
2: seeing it. I remember. I remember seeing it here, just going, okay, this is really awesome. Just seeing this and This Chitari, I'm assuming he's some sort of high priest, or was he like a commander? Do you guys know?
3: Mm, Not sure. Yeah, I don't remember.
2: You don't remember either. It he was something. He was high ranking because he had whoever the Lord was. He had his ear. Yeah.
1: So
3: basically, it was just. Loki's, you know, you're talking about the whole headdress and everything. You know, like visually cool looking, but keep thinking about like how hard, like that can't be heavy. Like, well, okay, production wise, movie side, you know, it can't be heavy because that would be really hard to like walk around with and like keep your head balanced. and stuff like, surely, hopefully, they made that out of something light for him. Otherwise, it would just be a strain the whole scene to try to hold your damn head up. The whole time, yeah. (laughs)
2: <laughs> You're thinking they were full metal.
3: Yeah. Silton's got an amazing neck structure by the end of the when, they-
2: when he and Thor were younger, you think they like fought like goats, like ravens. Oh yeah.
3: Yeah, definitely. I mean knocked heads. Yeah, he had a little, you know, small kid version of that. Or maybe he had the full size one. So um
2: basically it was just the Chitari basically threatening Loki, saying, Do what we say and they he kind of whacked him on the head and knocks loki out of it and it was almost like an astral projection yeah because i don't think he was he wasn't actually there i think it was just a projection
3: you do get a little glimpse of the uh the giant flying uh i can't think of what they're actually called the uh the big space worms that you know up later in the The, movie yeah the battle beast whatever they're called Mm -hmm. you get a quick glimpse of those in that scene like just real briefly in the background
2: see i didn't even notice that i was too busy concentrating on loki in the foreground
1: yeah
3: if you look in the background right before he comes to you can see one just kind of slithering along back there
2: so so with that i'm gonna call it for here b rob's on a trip and i know he's got to get up to talk to people and then drive back so let's hmm. wrap up this part here. Because uh, so at the rate we're going, we are uh, 32 minutes into the movie. Not even that. So this might be a three-parter, but I <laughs> want to be respectful of B-Rob's time since he's on the road. Um, so let's... We haven't done this in a while. So let's let's get a Nerdrum
3: going. Yep, yeah, we need one.
2: Let's do a Nerdrum, and then um, we'll have B-Rob back for parts. Uh, maybe... Th- two three and four of the avengers god i hope not i hope we can get through this but it, we just we have a lot to say um so with that Kyle, just remember we're just at the part where after he gets done talking to the uh, high priest
3: yeah 30 minutes into the movie i got it
2: <laughs> oh shit uh, so now is the time on the show we call nerd Drum. uh two nerds enter one nerd leaves
3: and a little bit later, the other nerd leaves because he's sad because he lost. And so uh, for you guys that are unfamiliar, what we're doing here is we're taking the typical uh, nerdy debate of uh, who would win in the battle versus who, your Batman versus Iron Man type battle things, but instead of the, the traditional, you know, cliche, who would kick whose ass thing, which is still a, a legitimate discussion to have. Uh, we're, we're doing that, but we're doing it better. Uh, we're taking um, characters from pop, pop culture and nerd culture. We have a randomizer. Um, each of us will randomly be given a character. Um, we'll have a random location and a random activity. And uh, just kind of you know flying by the sea of our pants, we have to come up with an argument on why our character will win. And whatever random activity is given, um we then uh, after the uh, episode is posted we put these out uh for you guys to vote on in the Discord. There is a link to the Discord in the bio of this video. If you guys look down below, it'll be there. Um join the Discord, accept the rules so you can participate in all the fun nerd drum stuff or uh nerdy stuff, which includes voting on who won the uh the nerd drum. So yeah. but, uh, it's that, a battle uh, of <laughs> battle of wits and bullshittery is what this turns is into. Well,
2: it's so, all it is, mostly bullshittery. Mm-hmm. Kyle, you pick who goes first
3: uh let's let B rob go first
2: okay let's shuffle these okay so B rob well i could spell better
0: predator. I, I know what a predator is i don't know what a predator is
2: predator you... uh, that's uh, that's that's someone who is uh there early
0: i didn't know if this was the medication that uh Kyle slipped his dates before
1: the date happened. It, it was. You'll
2: <laughs> Predator. Should, uh, note to self: go back and uh, spell predator right. So you have the predator. It. Ironically enough, who we talked about earlier.
3: And I'm also searching uh, for an action figure for for my five year old too.
2: So. For the predator.
3: Well, no, uh, actually the the predator. He has an alien. He wants a predator now. So. Oh, I can
2: find you one of those. Get with me uh, later.
3: I find I them. I just don't want to spend thirty five bucks for one that's going to get an arm ripped off. So.
2: Oh, so you want the crappy ones.
3: Yeah. Yeah, cheaper the better.
2: <laughs> okay, good. This one's not no, staying in the box. The, we can get you the Chinese version.
3: Oh, cool. It'll but look you know like a Hank Hill,
2: but yeah.
3: you don't know any difference. All right, Kyle. Uh, let's make this one me. We'll save you for last. Okay. Give me something good. Give me something good that I can work with. Okay. Goku from Dragon Ball Z. Not super familiar with you know my history with Dragon Ball and me trying to. I watch. know,
2: I know. See, that would have been perfect for me, but so Predator versus Goku from Dragon Ball Z, and I get Jason from oh, the Friday Jason the 13th predator. series.
1: What this Jason has been 40. done.
2: Yep, oh, fine. That's I an interesting just, one.
3: I just started you trying have- to watch Dragon Ball again yesterday.
2: Uh, remind me, and I'll give you the ones you need to watch. You need okay. to start with probably Kai. We'll talk about that later because Kai is all the fight scenes without all the fluff.
3: I just can't stand whiny Gohan.
2: Yeah, and most people can't. Gohan. So we have. I say
3: Gohan to make the little man mad. The gohan. In yeah.
2: Gohan. So we have gohan. the on. we have the ultimate space warrior slash hunter versus. Earth's strongest savior, protector, versus the undead killer of Camp Crystal.
3: Which is not Goku.
2: Which is not Goku. Okay, Okay, let's shuffle this again. Our location Doc Brown's Garage from. Back to the future. Back to the future. Thank you. Thank you. Back to the future. I asked you guys because I blanked out for a sec there.
3: I was, um, I was trying to get my wheels turning again. Like, my brain froze.
2: I did too. OK. And the activity is?
3: Package delivery.
2: <laughs> a I can package work with delivery.
3: I can work a with package
2: this. delivery.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: OK. How about, B-Rob, I take it you probably need a minute?
0: Uh, I think mine's pretty cut and dry easy.
2: Okay, why don't you go first then, because uh, I could use a minute.
0: So, as the Predator pulls up in his UPS spaceship, um, <laughs> I get to, get to grab the package out of the back, kill any um, rogue aliens that are back there, and then just turn on my cloaking, walk through the door to deliver oh. the package. Oh! Oh shit. Package package delivered. This does not bode (laughs) well for my character.
3: No, because your character is not very smart. He's really good at killing things. And And he never puts down a machete. No,
2: No. and he's not stealthy.
3: No, your package is going to be damaged.
2: Oh god. I can think of something Goku. Well, I mean, I feel like that was really easy. (laughs) I think it was too. Bravo, sir. You used the environment to your advantage as well as... Because uh, I'm assuming it's deliver cars. the
0: package without being yeah. seen. Yeah, right? that's what it and is. I'm guessing that's what the task is.
2: Yeah, because you don't you don't know what's in Doc Brown's lab.
0: Or are we talking about Kyle's movie last night delivering the package?
1: <laughs> that's a whole other episode, buddy.
2: <laughs> Ultimate <laughs> right. pole dancing.
0: I'd have to do some research on uh, <laughs> the Predator's anatomy. It's, uh,
2: <laughs> just so, have oh. Kyle do it for you.
3: I'll do that. Okay. So, okay. Quick question for clarity. Are we delivering a package to Doc Brown's garage or from Doc Brown's garage? To to his garage. To the garage. Mm-hmm. That hurts my, my argument. Okay. So, for the sake of speed, um, Goku has Nimbus, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Flying Nimbus.
3: Flying Nimbus, he will be able to. I mean, we, we know how fast that thing is, it's ridiculously fast. Faster than than anything. I mean, Jason's going to be walking. It's faster than a UPS truck. He'll be able to zoom in on Nimbus, drop the package off, and then quickly grab a flux capacitor, stick in the in the back of the cloud. Nimbus is going to easily easily reach eighty eight miles an hour on the way out. Poof away, and he'll appear somewhere in the future where he's standing, holding his trophy of being the victorious package delivery man. Saying whatever, <laughs>
2: saying monkey. I'm
3: just saying. I'm just saying.
2: Just saying. Oh, I see what you did there.
3: So just saying, package delivery. That's what he would have on his, on his little side. <laughs> this. This challenge
2: does not bode well for my undead killer, Jason, who tends to pop out, pop up from out of nowhere. But once you see him, it's not like he disappears. He just keeps trudging through stuff. He never puts down his machete. So the problem is, did we ever have we established if this is a one handed or two handed package? If it's a two handed package, I'm out that's if, it, if it's a one-handed package, <laughs> shit Bastard.
3: I, i'm not even, that. I'm not even it, yeah. that's too easy yeah
0: right i uh, mean <laughs> i've got yeah anyway we'll go ahead and say it's a two-handed package for you Fist
2: like little pinatas. <laughs> right um well if it's a two-handed package i am out because jason never puts down that damn machete and honestly, he wouldn't worry about that because he's so singular-minded. He would want to kill someone. He would probably drop the package to begin with.
1: Are you forfeiting? And,
2: uh, and walk on it. I he. There's no way Jason could deliver a package safely.
0: He couldn't balance it on the machete. No.
2: <laughs>
0: to balance it. <anything. laughs> <laughs>
2: I d I don't I cannot see a way for you We could Jason, stick
0: the machete through the package. But
2: if we're delivering it un un uh, damaged. What if you're
3: yeah, what if you're like delivering a puppy? Well then <laughs> he puts then it then through the uh, puppy.
0: Then Jason's gonna be real happy because he killed something.
3: Yeah, delivering old shih tzu kebab. And,
2: so the only thing I could think of, I, I pretty much do have to forfeit this one because I don't think Jason can deliver a package safely, especially two-handed. If Doc Brown had any sort of security precautions in place, Jason would just walk right through him. I mean, if they'd burn him, stab him, shoot him, whatever. But if they did that, if it was like flamethrowers hitting Jason, he'd still walk through it, but the package would be ashes at that point in time. So if he just had to drop it at the end of the driveway, I think he'd be okay. Cause then he would just wander through stuff, but I think he'd still damage it in the process. So I just don't I, see a way out for Jason.
3: I mean, I still think Goku has this because once, you know, like if we're delivering at the same time and you know, predator and Jason see each other just because, you know, canon, they have to fight. Right. Predator versus Jason. There's gonna be a fight going on before they can even deliver the package.
0: All Jason's gonna see is a floating package.
3: <laughs> that's true. He well, what would he, he
0: because
2: Predator's stuff cloaks whatever he's holding?
0: That's true. Hmm.
2: I don't think I don't think I think you could just want Predator could waltz right through.
0: Would Jason have a heat Flag signature? Is, that's why he's the ultimate hunter. But yeah, yeah, no,
1: Jason. Does that make him the a ultimate
0: deliverer though. Well, that's, well what his, yeah. that's what
2: his
3: wife said last night. Oh, no.
2: he went there.
3: Butch. Thank you, B Rob. Be here all the night. I'm gonna buy a little drum set to leave on my desk so I can just.
0: <laughs> wouldn't it be um, like actual? You get a kid sized drum set for
3: you, yeah, it'd be like it'd be almost full size for me. I could a kid size so there
2: you have it we're gonna post in the discord between (laughs) predator goku and jason delivering a package to doc brown's laboratory
3: it's a pretty anime heavy discord too so i'm feeling good about this one
2: yeah it's uh, but we do have a lot of horror fans like i'm a big horror fan
3: Mm -hmm.
0: I, i think ireland's gonna side with the predator
2: yeah, I think, I think Ireland, that's right, too. Ireland, and, if
3: you're and, listening, and again, the, and the UK. Well, I'm your people. I am your people. Look at this. Look at, look here in the middle of the sandwich Irish, not Irish. Earthy crap. Now you moved everybody around.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now he's, see, now, now he's, I'm your people. Now he's hey, the people.
3: I don't have to appropriate the culture to be accepted. So, shit.
2: So we're gonna post that like normal um we'll have it up until the next uh nerd drum, and then we'll post the results so mm-hmm. um feel free to discuss i'm sure justin is gonna have some shit to say he always has some shit to say
3: i hope he does i'm justin and props too. and Fee and hoodie and all those guys have something good to throw into the mix everybody even if it's
2: not good just just talk mm. it up in the Discord. Or if it's terrible, what, throw it in there. there
3: for. Yeah. Um, but again, the Discord yeah. will be in the link uh, in the video description below, so you guys make sure you click on that join that so you can uh, participate in this and many other exciting, thrilling, and th- thought-provoking discussions that we haven't had yet. So,
2: <laughs> But they're coming.
3: <laughs> they're coming.
2: So, uh, B-Rob, what are you reading or watching this week?
0: Um, I am going to start reading Ready Player One. I've got that downloaded, and as far as watching, um, the second season of For All Mankind on Apple TV started uh, last Friday, so we'll be watching that.
2: Catching up with it, or just watching it, starting it. Yeah. That's cool. So, I take it you really enjoyed the first season.
0: I did. Yeah, I don't know why we stopped, because we watched like three episodes and then we stopped, but Mm -hmm. I think there was just so much other stuff that we really watched that was on. But we got caught back up before uh, last Friday. So,
2: so the so and then WandaVision, of course, of course. So, back backing up to our first episode, the the dilemma of the aging nerd, you get into something and then all of a sudden something else comes up and you don't go back to it for a while. So,
0: yeah, oh, and I'm on the road, so I can I'll probably finish binge watching the last season of The Magicians because it's really the only time I can watch it because.
2: So I had a friend who contacted me and said, this is probably a dumb question, but have you seen The Magicians? And I actually haven't. That's on my list. Give me a quick rundown, a high overview. What's The Magicians and why I should watch them?
0: Uh, I mean, it's a um, an older person's version of Harry Potter to an extent with Mm -hmm. a lot more adult humor, adult language, adult situations. Okay. It's what Harry Potter... With a little... uh, um c.s lewis narnia stuff mixed in a little bit so you'd like it. It, it it's it's a little strange it's not like doom patrol strange right or weird but it's um which that's still really good but um it's funny amazing. there's definitely laugh out loud moments and it's okay. a it's a good season it, i mean it's a good series there's six or seven seasons of it
2: so i need to move that up on the list then
0: yeah it's pretty good
2: kyle what are you reading or watching this week
3: I well, uh, got my kids this week, and so having the five-year-old around the house, we are watching a lot of Uncle Grandpa on the Hulu.
1: <laughs> yep,
3: that's a good one. A lot of Uncle Grandpa, like the same couple episodes over and over again of Uncle Grandpa. <laughs> that's where I'm with that, but uh, I kind of got, uh, just from some of the discussion in the, uh, we had in the Discord this week uh, from Rumski, I'm... I'm wanting to get back into uh, watching The Walking Dead because that was my show for the longest time, and I, I fell off like four seasons ago and just, um, just lost interest, like right in the middle or maybe kind of towards the end of the big Negan arc. I'm not really sure where the show took it. I kind of have an idea where. Shit, the Negan arc. The books, I sort of know where the books took it because I, I was about at the same point in the books uh, with the show, and I was trying to play that balancing of trying not to get to be just a little bit ahead of the show in the books, that's where they really kind of started following a little bit closer, um, but uh, not super far. So, I'm like, I kind of want to get back into that, but then I know what's going to happen there. Um, so it'll probably be just you know, um, watching tunes with the kids this week, try to find some good classic uh, superhero cartoons to watch with them again. No.
2: Yeah, so what did Rumkey say in the ch- Rumsky say in the chat? Uh, now I'm just <laughs> angered.
3: He's grudge watching, watching it. it. Grudge is watching it. it now. Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah. <clears throat> uh, this week, uh, we are watching more of. Well, there's two things I've I've been watching. Um, we've been watching the Chilling adv- Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix, which is based off of the Archie comics, and I love the Archie comics. But that's what it is in namesake. You know, later on you find out it's in the same universe as the Riverdale show, which I refuse to watch. Um just because i love the old archie stuff so much and i don't want to ruin it for myself where archie's sleeping with miss grundy that's just gross um that's about as far as it goes because the chilling adventures of sabrina is so good we're on season two now you just can't stop watching them each one's about an hour and it is messed up it is completely messed up i think that's why i really love it um lots and lots of witchcraft and all sorts of you know if, if you don't like witchcraft and references to satan because instead of um you know instead of like praise jesus you know it's they, they have the church of night which is the opposite of it's almost like a very very demonic satanic version of the catholic church is what it is or like a southern baptist church because instead of saying praise Jesus, they always go praise Satan. So if you don't like that kind of stuff, don't watch it. But if you just want a good watch, these, these are great shows. So they really are. And then I got into <clears throat> this show called The Uncanny Counter. It's a South Korean show, one of my South Korean shows that I love, and it's um, about grim reapers basically um, who come back and get these evil spirits. And it's it's subtitled, so you have to you know you're going to watch the subtitle. And it just ended. The season one just ended, but Netflix released a new show or a new um, episode every week, so it was uh, simulcast at the same time. So it, cool. it's pretty cool. It yeah, it's it's been really good, really solid so far.
3: You see, you think you'll see Netflix start taking that route, like what Disney Plus is doing and doing the because that was kind it's of already their doing bre- it. Yeah. yeah, And So you it's think already they're already to take, take that model a little bit more.
2: I mean, look at the, um, the Great British Bake Off. Mm-hmm. They did that for the Great British, British Bake Off and released it every week. That's, I think that's the trend now. Yeah, like you're saying, because of Disney, I think they see how well, I think
3: they're going to have to do that and keep viewership because, like, if you can binge watch everything that you want to watch, I mean, you can watch a lot of shit in a month. Mm-hmm. And then right. you're done. But if you have stuff coming out, okay, well, here's the first couple episodes of the season. Next week, you're going to have this. You're going to stretch that viewership out you know even longer so with hey speaking of disney it. uh flora and ulysses
2: is that the one with the squirrel
3: yeah
0: was it good it's good we're gonna have to get the book so tinker can read it or so we can read it to tinker but the movie was it was really good
2: is it a, so it is a kid's book then
0: yeah the kid yeah it was a newbery award-winning one i thought really but uh yeah the kids liked it
2: okay you guys so any of you with kids that's listen to b-rob that's a good one i think we're gonna have to put that on the list now
0: Yeah, i think it just came out last week
2: <laughs> yeah it was it was a uh, friday so same time as wandavision because i well it might have been before then because i didn't really check the you know the now playing screen from disney until right. wandavision was on but i want to say it was probably friday because that seems to be the release dates um b-rob what'd you learn this week
0: um i learned that um I learned what your thoughts on Mephisto were. I had no idea up until this week.
1: What a dick, dude.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Touche.
0: No, for real, I learned, um, you know, as we were talking about before we got on, just um, me being in a a different kind of role at work and just uh, dealing with uh, interesting relationships and just... uh, uh, the bigger man just put it behind you and move on i mean i think that's just something that you know you you always talk about it or you hear people say it but right uh i think it's just you know putting into practice is uh, a lot harder um so that's something i just you know just swallow your pride take it on the chin and move on
2: sure and that's an important lesson for life so So. kyle what'd you learn this week
3: uh i've been learning some um uh some like live production like video production stuff i've been watching a lot of videos on uh like light angles and camera angles and stuff for whenever i'm uh, live streaming trying to get like this whole setup dialed in like i want it um watch a lot of stuff from a channel called uh alpha alpha gaming terrace heller uh if anybody if you like to make youtube videos if you like to stream whatever um the alpha gaming Channel is, is awesome to watch because he it's not a, a fluff up. Oh, here's how you get 500,000 views on YouTube kind of stuff. Like he's very down to earth, very real, and very matter of fact about how he explains things um, and very open about his career and in, um, you know, how he's tried and failed and tried and failed and <clears throat> how he was, you know, making money on vine before vine fell out. Then he fell, you know, got into YouTube and, is insanely successful now and, and, uh, he's, you know, very open it about for what a he new did. House. Yeah. Yeah. New house, new studio, everything. He, his stuff is awesome. Watching. He's, he, he talks about, you know, what he does, how much money he makes without being, without bragging about it. He's, uh, very it's real really about it. And so <clears throat> I really you know, hope you sit in, like realistic expectations. So his stuff is really good to watch for like production value type stuff. So I'm, I've been diving back into that to, to learn. And he's likable, too. Yeah,
2: He's very likable. So uh, what I learned this week, um, I got a VR headset on Saturday. And I've been learning how to try and figure out how to sideload custom songs into Beat Saber. Because apparently, you can load any song you can think of into it. And there's a website where people do the coding for this, all the, Mm. the beats. They do this like there's one guy who does it for a living. You know, you don't make money off of it, but he that's what he does. I was reading about him. And um, obviously he's very rich and does something else. But, you know, to be able to do this and live. But it's just really interesting how you do stuff. Because we got the BTS pack for Beat Saber, and those songs are incredibly hard. Incredibly hard. So um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the... If you guys haven't, look up BTS doing their dance to dynamite. Those guys put in some work. And it is insane how good they are. So, it, you know, a lot of people think, you know, it's just K pop can't be that much. No, it's these guys work. So it's really cool. So, with that, uh, next week's episode will be Avengers. It would be phase one, part blah,
3: Avengers M- part two. MCU phase one part 4.2 captain america part two of uh, three energize um v v-rob just looked
2: pain pain thinking about it uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey it's fun to talk about it with you guys and it's okay we'll it. It really get is. through it <laughs> um so with that um we'll get to that and with that uh thank you guys very much for listening to every man's guide to nerdom i'm chris
3: and I'm Kyle, and thanks again, Beater Rob, for joining us. Uh, you guys have a great rest of your day, and we will catch you in the next episode.
1: See Bye. ya. Bye. Nerdcore could rise up. It could get
0: elevated. Nerdcore
2: could rise up. It could get
1: elevated.
3: Nerdcore used to be just a made-up word. MCs shied away from belief. Rest